This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, Joe Rogan did the entire globe of public service in the battle against totalitarianism and censorship. What did he do? He interviewed Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook, and I, me and Guy this morning were talking about this before the show. We we're kind of stunned. Zuckerberg just let all the cookies out of the cookie jar about how they collude with government, totalitarian, communist fashion. I use my words deliberately to censor free speech. It's an it's a, it's really a stunning story. It's it's a legitimate bombshell story. Got a lot to get to today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I got that. Another troubling story emerging about just how corrupted the FBI is. There's now no longer a serious question that the FBI, the government, and the Democrats rigged the 2020 election. There's no longer a question. You want us to stop complaining about rigged elections? Here's a quick way to do that. Don't rig elections. Just an idea. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, Joseph, it is Friday, my friend. So it's Friday. <laughs> Let me yeah. tell you something. I have really uh, grown to love those words from Thank you, you Joe Armacost. I love this show, as Joe and Gee know more than anything. Yeah. But my gosh, I like days off with my family and my wife uh, as much as uh, anyone else does. So uh, we got a lot to get to. So let's get right to it. So yes, Joe Rogan, who uh, obviously has the most popular podcast in the world. Most of you know him. If you don't, it's okay, but um, most people do. Rogan has a podcast listened to by millions upon millions of people, and the clips are seen by millions more. I would make the case to you that there isn't a more powerful figure in the culture right now than Joe Rogan. I'm not of a conservative. Uh, it doesn't bother me that he, whether he is or he isn't, he has a lot of important things to say. And the fact that he's kind of a regular guy, grew up as a comedian, mixed martial artist, and made his own way, makes me more apt to listen to him than some of the idiots in the swamp even though he doesn't share my politics on a lot of issues, abortion included. Joe Rogan blew the doors off yesterday. Any argument that the FBI and the government did not rig the 2020 election. He's turning into a really great interviewer. For as much as I can't stand Howard Stern, Stern was a terrible interviewer early in his career, and he developed that skill too. 
Rogan gets to the heart of the matter in a very kind of low key way. And he gets people to say things that candidly, I don't think they would say anywhere else. I'm shocked. I, I, you know, I know we shouldn't tell you what we were talking about before the show, because who cares? It's during the show, but we're sitting here this morning, Joe and Key and I like, why do you think Zuckerberg from Facebook, of course runs Facebook would say this on the Joe Rogan show, like just revealing the whole thing that the government colluded to rig the 2021 election. And Guy's like, do you think he's trying, what did you say to you? You think he's trying to like uh, cover for himself? I said, no, I, I don't. I really don't. I think Rogan's just such a good mellow interviewer that I think people just, Joe, you see, you've been in the studio for thousands of interviews yeah. and radio. Yeah. If, after like a few minutes, people just kind of like, wouldn't you agree? They almost forget they're on the radio and they just start talking yeah, like they're in a bar. If the interviewer is able to make them very, very comfortable yes. and yes. uh, kind of low key, yes. you'd be surprised the questions you get answers to. Man. Yes, sir. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when uh, that Washington D.C. station interviewed uh, uh, Ralph Northam. Remember the Ku Klux Klan or blackface yes, governor I of Virginia, do. the yeah. Democrat? And remember they were talking to him about abortion, and it's like this mellow comfort. And he goes, "And you know, the baby's born, and then we make the baby comfortable." And he talks about like whacking the baby. Yeah. And everybody was like, "What?" This is what this reminded me of. It was that kind of revelation. And I really don't think he was covering anything. I really think Zuckerberg was just super relaxed with Rogan, and Rogan got this. There. So without further ado. Liberals love censorship. They love communism. They love destroying elections and rigging elections. Here's the proof. We're going to play two cuts from this. Here's the first one, where it's a stunning admission by Zuck, where he admits government collusion with the FBI to suppress the Hunter Biden story and rig the election. Here's cut one. How do you guys handle things when they're a, a big news item that's controversial? Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New yeah, York we Post. Yeah, we too. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well. So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some some folks on our team. It was like, hey, um, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was the, we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So our protocol is different from Twitter's. What Twitter did is they said, you can't share this at all. Um, we didn't do that. What, what we do is we have, um, if something is reported to us as potentially um, misinformation, important misinformation, we, we also have this third-party fact-checking program because we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. Okay, that's part one. That, that, hold on. Hold, everybody time out. Well, I... I it's hard to digest the, the amount of misdirection in there. First, he says, one, I mean, this, let's just get to the, the shocking part. He admits that the FBI, with their guns and their badges and their power to take your life and your freedom, communicated with someone, whether in person I, I, or at, I don't know, at Facebook, a so-called private company. And with a wink and a nod, told them, you know, you really should make this Hunter Biden story go away. Then he admits they complied and he tries to put lipstick on the pig by saying, Joe, the most comical part of the whole thing. No, no, we didn't censor it. We just made sure the distribution was reduced so a lot of people didn't see it. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. oh, okay. oh, great. Gosh, I'm, I'm totally at ease now. Thanks, Mark. What a bold decision that was. 
But there's another part of this that I'll bet some of you are figuring out already. The liberals are a little slow on this. He says, yeah, and the reason, you know, we did it at the behest of the FBI or at their wink and a nod, if you get what I mean, which makes it obviously a First Amendment issue. Liberals, it's a private company. Really? A private company deputized by the government to rig and interfere an election that could damage a Democrat right before the election. And you're telling me they're acting as private actors. Please stop being stupid all the time. It's Friday. Take a break on Friday from the take a vacation from stupid. There is established court precedent that a private company is not acting as a private company if they're doing something on behest of the government because the government can't do it itself. Please stop being stupid. Okay, I'm tired of the stupid from the left. But the part of that that should shock you the most is that they preemptively censored the story, reduced distribution. That means they censored it. It means you can't see it. Because they were told by the FBI that it could potentially be Russian propaganda. <laughs> you guys may not see where I'm going with this, but think about this. Think about the balls on this guy. So in the 2016 election, the 2016 election, where there were people warning on the inside and everywhere else at the FBI, there were people warning that the information Hillary Clinton's team was putting out about Donald Trump colluding with the Russians, that it may have come from shady Russian sources. That did nothing to stop the uh, stop Facebook from allowing every liberal talking head to use their platform to propagate obvious disinformation about Trump colluding with the Russians. That was actual Russian propaganda from foreign sources. That was okay. But the FBI then comes in in 2020 and says, hey, we think this could be Russian propaganda. It produces no evidence whatsoever it's true. Matter of fact, the evidence is that the laptop is real. They had the receipt and the laptop. And Facebook already jumps to it. Jumps to, oh, don't worry. We'll censor that and rig the election for you. Forget about the Zuckerbucks thing. That's a whole other thing. This man you just listened to, Mark Zuckerberg, is single-handedly responsible, I believe, for changing the course of the country for the worse. I say single-handedly because I, I believe with every DNA molecule of my being that without the Zuckerbucks and without Facebook actively interfering in 2020, we would have had a second term of Donald Trump. We wouldn't be going through this inflation crisis, this immigration crisis, this fentanyl crisis. I don't believe Putin would have invaded Ukraine. This man, I am not kidding, I believe destroyed planet Earth. And he has the, the, the moose nuts to go on this show and just blurt this out like it's nothing. I haven't even gotten to part two yet. Here's part two, where, again, he cites fact checkers. Well, we needed to give fact checkers time. Keep in mind as you're listening to this, he gave conservatives no such leeway with the collusion hoax everybody knew was fake. In other words, he didn't say, do you guys get where I'm going with this? That the 2016 election, while... Donald Trump colluded with the Russians, was making its way around Facebook. A lot of it after the election, but some of it before via that New Yorker article. They made no effort at all to say, we're giving Facebook uh, fact checkers time to check this out before. No, no, nothing. They allowed it to propagate still to this day. Right, right. Even though it's a debunked hoax. Still to this day. And he implies in this cut that the fact checkers are, are like neutral nonpartisans, which is a joke. 
Everybody knows they're Democrat Party opinion makers. Facebook had to admit to it themselves in court that fact checkers don't check facts that their opinion make. They admitted to this in court. But listen to them cite the fact checkers. They're just, oh, look at them. They are like on Mount Olympus. They are so low. We don't get involved in that. Check this out. For the, I think it was five or seven days when it was basically being um, being determined whether it was false, um, the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So you could still share it. You could still consume it. So when um, you say the distribution is decreased, and it, it got shared. It, how does that work? It, it basically, the ranking in newsfeed was a little bit less. So fewer people saw it than would have otherwise. So it definitely... By what percentage? I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's 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 meaningful. But I mean, but basically, a um, a lot of people were still able to share it. We got a lot of complaints that that was the case. Um, you know, obviously, this is a hyper-political issue. So depending on what side of the political spectrum, you either think we didn't censor it enough or censored it way too much. But right. but we weren't sort of as black and white about it as, as Twitter. We just kind of thought, hey, look, if, if the FBI, which you know, I still view as a legitimate institution in this country, it's like very professional law enforcement, they come to us and tell us that we need to be on guard about something, then I want to take that seriously. Did they specifically say you need to be on guard about that story? I, I, no, I, I don't remember if it was that specifically, but it was, it basically fit the pattern. This is, um, I don't even know where to start with that one either. There is so much in, let's start with the end first. Then he says, I think he's starting to catch himself here, Zuckerberg. Rogan, by the way, an amazing job letting this guy dig his own grave. He just lets him talk. He asks quick questions to the point. Bang. I got to do that. I ask long questions sometimes. It drives me nuts. Zuckerberg says at the end when asked, did they censor that specific story, tell you to censor that specific story? Zuckerberg says, um, no, I don't think it was that specifically, but they said Russian disinformation was out there. Wait, so now they didn't even, now your Zuckerberg's words, not mine. You guys heard it, right? I, yeah, yeah. Zuckerberg is very specific saying, oh, no, they didn't even ask us about that story. Oh, so you just censored the biggest political story of the election, the president and the president's son. Involved in shady business deals, according to very serious allegations, with the Chinese Communist Party and others. And the information's buried on a laptop we have belonging to the president's son. They didn't even tell you about that. And you just rushed and jumped to censor that anyway. Astonishing cojones. Astonishing cojones. I've got balls of steel. Yeah, no, no, you don't. Titanium. My man. Steel is underselling it. These are titanium gonads. Facebook, one of the most dangerous companies in the history of the planet. This guy, I'm telling you, may be single-handedly responsible for having set humanity on a destructive course by what he did and his company. Then he just, in the beginning, going back to that, the beginning of cut two, he just lies. And he thinks you're stupid. And Rogan nails him to the wall. Oh, you could share it. We just reduced distribution. That's like saying, listen, Gee, I'm going to share my brick house uh, hole in one while I have them right here on the desk, on a pitch, hole in one bars, but I'm not going to distribute them to you. Uh, I thought you said you're going to share them. No, I'm sharing it. Can I have one? No, you can't. And then Joe goes, well, can I have one? No, you, you either. 
<laughs> then producer Jim's like, how about me? No, 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 not you. I'm sharing. Producer Mike, can I have one? No, Paula comes up. Can I have No, no, you can't. I'm not distributing them. <laughs> yeah. This guy thinks you're an idiot. So then what does Rogan say to him? Oh, you reduce distribution. What's the percentage? Because that kind of matters, right, Joe? I mean, if you reduce the distribution by 1%, all right, maybe Zuckerberg has a point. Right. That we're idiots, but 99% of people still saw it. Notice how he doesn't answer the question. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. He says uh, it was meaningful, but he won't put a number on it. Meaningful meaning like what? 99% of people who would have known about this on Facebook and changed their vote potentially, because we know 17% of Biden voters said they would have changed their vote if they had known this. Why? Because it's a poll out there we've cited many times. Is it 99% of people who didn't see it? Because that would mean that Trump would have won the election. Again, we're not even talking about the Zuckerbucks. This is just astonishing. Now, you may be tempted to say, and I want to discourage you from doing this. You may be tempted to say, well, Dan, this is a double standard. My gosh, you just laid it out. If, if this was a Russian collusion in 2016, Facebook promoted it, even though it was a foreign Russian hoax. Yet a fake Russian hoax, Facebook blocked it to get a Democrat elected in 2020. It's not a double standard. I'm telling you, I need to disabuse you of that notion immediately. The Democrats don't see it that way. And it's your obligation to see it through their eyes if you're going to fight them. It is a hierarchy. Facebook, the left, and the media are nothing more than totalitarians. The swamp are part of it too. By totalitarians, I mean they believe in authority and total control. That's what totalitarians are. Their attitude here is standards are irrelevant. So if standards are irrelevant, there's no double standard because they don't care about standards. They care about power. This is about hierarchy and Zuckerberg understands it. We're in bed with the left. They're in charge. Shut your pie hole and sit down, conservatives. That's it. It, it. It's not a double standard to them. To us, it is. And it is an actual double standard. To them, that's not it. It's nothing more than power. We're in charge and you're not. Now, notice, by the way, the guilty, the guilty part until proven innocent thing. Like, oh, no, no, this is definitely Russian propaganda. This run until fact checkers can go out and prove Hunter Biden innocent. We're going to block it. Yet the other thing, the hierarchy was flipped around in 2016. The New York Post has a great piece out. It's in the, please check out the newsletter today. I've got so many good pieces in there. Bongino.com slash newsletter where you can subscribe and follow. I would deeply appreciate it. It allows me to communicate with you directly around these tech sensors. New York Post, Zuckerberg tells Rogan Facebook was wrong to ban the post Hunter Biden laptop story. Please sit down and shut up, Mark. Really. Please. The apologies later on, they're pathetic. I want you to listen to this. Here's another quote from Zuckerberg. Yeah, it sucks, he said. Turned out after the fact, the fact checkers looked into it. No one was able to say it was false. Notice the standard for them, right? Here's hierarchy. It's fake. It's fake. The story's fake until someone can prove it is fake. And even if they can't prove it's fake, we're still going to censor it. He goes, I think it sucks, though, in the same way that probably having to go through a criminal trial, but proven innocent in the end sucks. No, 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 no. You insisted that the story was fake. 
You waited for the fact checkers to prove it was fake. And when they didn't, you kept censoring it. The court system says you're innocent until proven guilty. That's not the way this works. Here, he said the platform opted to limit sharing on the story, but not halt it entirely. Oh, he's so benevolent. So pathetic. Notice the standard there. You get what I'm saying? Instead of Facebook saying, oh, okay, uh, this is a story that should get out there. And the people, media people reporting on it should be deemed innocent until proven guilty that they're lying about the Hunter Biden laptop. They flipped it around. No, no, the New York Post is lying. You prove your innocence. And then this guy, again, has the moose cojones to go out there and compare it to the court system where you're innocent until proven guilty. It's, it's, it really is incredible. And by the way, don't buy their timeline one bit. Miranda Devine eviscerates. She wrote Laptop from Hell. Disclosure, it's a book I published. Laptop from Hell, it's an amazing book on the Hunter Biden laptop, but just eviscerates Facebook's retconning of history, rewriting this story. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall credit card bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate mega stores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. So here's what I was talking about, Miranda Devine. Now Facebook, because what, oh, let me just preface this by, I should have cleared this up before. Why are we correcting the timeline? Because during the interview later, Zuckerberg, I don't want to play the whole thing. He goes on to attack Twitter. That was horrible in this. They banned the New York Post altogether because they're disgusting communists. But Facebook plays out like, oh no, we didn't do what Twitter did. We just reduced distribution and almost like implying like Twitter wasn't as bad as they were. Miranda Devine on her Twitter account is like, really? This is BS. She notes, quote, Facebook was the first to censor the laptop story the morning it was published on 10-14-20. Andy Stone, Facebook's communication manager, issued a statement via Twitter at 11-10. Andy Stone, note, by the way, used to work at a Democrat super PAC and John Kerry for president campaign. It was Andy Stone from Facebook on October 14th, 2020. They were the first, first to make sure they could rig the election. Andy Stone. Well, I will intentionally not link to the New York Post. I want to be clear. The story is eligible to be fact-checked by Facebook's third-party fact-checking partners. In the meantime, we are reducing its distribution on our platform. They were first. This guy worked for John Kerry. Yeah, Democrats pack up. I mean, folks, you know... Joe, what were you saying to me this morning? You're like, it's infuriating. Yeah. And that, you're like, they lie. I said the and dishonesty, I, and, I, and you came up with uh, the brashness of it, or it's in your face. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Joe's like, Dan, the dishonesty of this whole thing is yeah. like, eat me alive. And I said, Joe, the dishonesty's baked into the cake. That's right. the ethos and essence of liberalism. I said, what bothers me isn't the dishonesty. I mean, I'm used to that. They lie. Liberals lie. It's the essence of liberalism. I said, what bothers me is how open and in your face it, they really don't care. Right. If, if that's not additional evidence of what I'm telling you, that they believe in hierarchy, their lack of caring, like, wait, a John Kerry guy who was a Democrat PAC guy was the first to censor the story at Facebook, and now they're pretending it wasn't a political decision? Yeah. 
because it's a hierarchy. Andy Stone's like, I'm attached to the Democrats. We're in charge. We're totalitarians. I'm a protected class. Facebook is part of the communist takeover of the United States and information control. And you can go F yourself. They don't care. It's the brashness of it that I said to Joe. That's yes. just stunning and hard to grasp. It's not the dishonesty. He's bothered by it because he's an honest guy. But I part I lost a long time ago. They lie about everything. Folks, it's now absolutely crystal clear, crystal clear. You see right through the crystal that the FBI and the swamp are actively not rigging one, but multiple elections. It's, it's clear. It's, it's not even an argument as to the degree of it. The degree is severe. Here, I just want to throw this out there too, because I got more of this. So they, now we know just establishing where we are in the rigged election show today. We know the FBI rigged the election with Facebook to make the Hunter Biden story go away, period. He just admitted to it. It's not open for debate anymore. The election was rigged. Stop, period. I'm not arguing that. You arguing it on the left makes you look like an idiot. Please stop looking like an idiot. Here's, I just threw this in at the end of the show. Before I get to uh, another explosive revelation by the Daily Mail about what the FBI did with the Hunter Biden laptop and elsewhere, I want to just throw this one in there. Just pop before I came out. New York Post, Nate Silver. Nate Silver, by the way, who is not a conservative. He's a polling guy, 538 guy. Liberal elites pressured Pfizer to delay the vaccine until after the 2020 election. <laughs> Sounds like something we discussed yesterday. We never, ever, ever miss the ball on stories like this. We Sometimes covering a story, something will come out we may have to correct. When we make predictions, I'm telling you, Nine out of 99 out of 100 times they come true. And it's not because I'm smarter than you. It's because I have been following these people in my prior line of work and having run for office for over a decade. And the left and their hierarchy are so easy to predict. When that vaccine, which remember, don't view it through the lens now where we know it's a failure. By the way, I got Dr. McCullough on my Fox show tomorrow telling you about the vaccine and the potential damage to your immune system, he'll be on tomorrow. We're going to be talking about that at Fox, Unfiltered 9. Don't miss it. Don't view the vaccine through today's lens when we know there's problems with efficacy, T-cell stuff. We get forget, I'm, I'm asking you to go back to the fear right during the election, Trump-Biden, when people who are elderly and everything else were praying for a vaccine to stay alive. Don't view it through now, please. You're making a big mistake. It's a, it's a present-day confirmation bias. Back then, the announcement of a vaccine before the election, again, I would make a strong case to you. I can't prove a counterfactual. But I'd make a strong case to you, Trump would have won by one or two points. I mean, if he didn't already. I mean, look, they're looking at the 2,000 mules data and the other stuff, it's just unbelievable. But I think the, even with all that, I think he still would have racked up a one to two point victory. He would have been seen as the greatest leader. I look at this warp speed. My gosh, boom, got a vaccine out. View it through the lens then, not now. And Nate Silver's alleging that drug companies delayed it by uh, being pressured by uh, partisan swamp rats in the government. Folks, we, we live in the third world now. We may not be in the third world economically yet, 
But our political system, there is zero doubt, is third world. The guns and the badges run everything, and the swamp does what it wants. They don't like you, they'll destroy you. The intel community, the swampies, the medical health establishment. We live in the third world, make no mistake. All right, let me get to my next sponsor before I get to this. Another explosive revelation. Thank you to an FBI whistleblower stating what we know, that the FBI at this point needs to be disbanded. Agents who are loyal to the Constitution have done their job, should be assigned to other entities. It has a massive budget. We can take that to buffer up counterterrorism and federal law enforcement elsewhere. We don't want to defund law enforcement. That's not our take. That's a lefty thing. But the FBI's it's broken, completely broken, and it is not fixable. That is absolutely clear at this point. More concrete, hardcore, hardened concrete proof that the FBI and the swamp are rigging elections and using the guns and the badges and the power to slowly eviscerate this country's allegiance to the constitutional republic and destroy it piece by piece. They are doing their best. Not that that's a bad way to say it. They're destroying the constitutional republic despite our allegiance to it is more precise. Didn't you take an oath? My gosh, if you're an agent out there, didn't you take an oath? Thank you to the whistleblowers speaking out. I know the feeling. I've been there. I get it. Daily Mail in the newsletter today. Read this bombshell. FBI whistleblower claims FBI leaders ordered staff not to investigate the Hunter Biden laptop and told them the FBI is not going to change the outcome of an election again. Holy Moses is at a play on words like I've never seen before. So now we know the sub headlines, by the way, in the Daily Mail are great. I love the Daily Mail. The headline and the bullets are the whole story. You don't have to read anything. I'll get to the bullet points here in a second from this piece because they're important. So now we know what? The FBI, on the false premise that the laptop they knew was real was fake, even though they knew it was real, they had it, pressured fake book to suppress a story, which over, which, which definitely, in my opinion, based on polling, changed the results of the 2020 election. And then they do this like dipsy do flipperoo, where they tell their agents not to investigate what should be investigated. A president and his family potentially in hock to the Chinese Communist Party. Because they don't want to change the outcome of an election? If this isn't newspeak, I don't know what is. Senator Ron Johnson, he's a bulldog out of Wisconsin. He sent a letter to DOJ Inspector General on Tuesday, bringing forth these whistleblower claims. Apparently, according to the whistleblower, FBI leadership, which just doesn't surprise me one bit, told their employees, you will not look at the Hunter Biden laptop and that the FBI is not going to change the outcome of the election again. Ron Johnson's demanding the IG look into the FBI's handling of the laptop. The IG said the OIG would not investigate the FBI's handling of the laptop so as not to interfere with the DOJ's investigation into Hunter Biden's taxpayers. The DOJ led by Merrick Garland, the most corrupt human being to ever sit in the attorney general's office. Tell me again how we don't live in the third world. This is third. This is Cuba-like stuff. Cuba, it's not even Cuba-like stuff. Cuba's looking at us like, "Wow, you guys really got balls. Maybe we should do that." Yeah. Right? Cuba's like, "Man, this is just like I said to Joe before. It's not that they lie. Communists lie. Just ask the Cuban leadership. That's what they do. They lie all the time. It's not that they lie. 
It's that even Cuba, even though I'm like, wow, guys, we're a little more cryptic about it than this. You guys are just, so the FBI protected their preferred candidate, Biden, by hiding a story and then telling the agents not to look into it. They're like, bravo, man. You guys really, you got to carry those things around in front of you, those moose nads with a wheelbarrow. <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, seriously. Elephantitis on you guys. You guys are impressive. Let me tell you something. The Cuban regime and North Korea, they're like taking notes. They're like, note, FBI censors story, pressure private companies, and then claim we're not rigging elections. They're like, this is great. This is a total game plan for us. Folks, there's a solution to this. The FBI is totally broken. It is not fixable. It needs to be disbanded. It wouldn't be hard to do. We are not, and nor would I ever support defunding law enforcement or counterterrorism. That's just idiocy. We are going to need some federal entity because we have federal crimes. Take the agents, the agents who are not Republicans or not Democrats. I don't care what their party, but who believe in their job in the Constitution, because there are many of them. I worked with them. No one's going to tell me they're not there. They're there. We find the good ones, disperse them amongst the other federal agencies, give the FBI's roles in bank robbery, financial crimes, counterterrorism, Interstate crimes, just distribute them amongst other federal entities along with the agents and the funds. You give them a bump up in funds if you need. The FBI is broken. It is absolutely broken. It is unfixable. The agency has disgraced itself repeatedly. And the saddest part is whether, whether you believe it or not, in the, I know I'll be a target eventually with them too. I, they're just probably waiting. I get it, which is fine. But I did it. I, I did your job. I know exactly what your job entails. I know who you are and I know what you're doing and you're not putting one over on me. It's got to go. The agency is not fixable. Now, showing you again how between the Pfizer story, the Hunter Biden laptop story and this, they are colluding with so-called private companies doing exactly what they're constitutionally prohibited from doing. This is third world stuff. The government cannot censor free speech, ladies and gentlemen. What the government also can't do is go to private companies and say, oh, I'll tell you what, you censor free speech for us. Deputizing actors to do what the government can't do is a violation of the First Amendment. That is not an open question. It is settled Supreme Court law. So how is this stuff being allowed to stand? Thank God Alex Berenson, who was a journalist formerly, I believe, of the New York Times, but he's independent now on Substack. Thank God he's fighting back. He sued Twitter. And as they cover in this Just a News story, prodded by feds, media to police COVID dissent, big tech finds consistent standards elusive. I mentioned in the article because um, apparently YouTube has changed its standards now, Joe. This is, you guys are going to, did you read this? Did you read the article a little bit? Uh-huh. I mentioned that I didn't put my part in there. I talk about Berenson because I can just talk about it myself. But YouTube suspended us about six months ago. They suspended us for citing Dr. Fauci's own words about masks not working. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Remember we played the clip about Fauci? Like, yeah, yeah. these masks, it, it may stop a smudge or whatever he says. We put the, We put that up to make the case that Masks don't work, and Fauci acknowledges before he changed his tune. Twitter suspended us. I mean, excuse me, Facebook for that. I'm, I'm so YouTube. Gotcha. So we're all. I, this is so funny. I mean, <laughs> talk about a Freudian slip. It's all the same. The three musketeers of stupid, right? They suspended us because they suspended us. We'd had enough of YouTube. We weren't going to self censor. 
And although I had almost a million followers there, and it was a very lucrative uh, advertising thing there, I looked at my wife, she looked at me, and it wasn't even a tough call. We said, that's it, we're leaving YouTube. We recorded a video literally called Why I'm Leaving YouTube. And then, it's interesting, after we humiliated them, I get an email from Coco Finelli or whoever the hell it is over there, some zero, uh, claiming somehow that we uploaded on a clips channel something else like 10 minutes before the suspension. So they were banning us forever, which was just a way to say, hey, which was a totally different channel, which was just a way to say, you guys can't quit. We're firing you. Yeah. Yeah. This is, that's all that was. I mean, the last video, we were never coming back. It was a different channel. And you know, the, the liberal media never tells you the details. Now I want to know, Maybe I should sue, but gosh, I get so much on my plate right now. I'll bet if we sued, there was government people to push us off YouTube. Times journalist, former Times journalist Berenson in the piece, reinstated to Twitter to settle his breach of contract lawsuit, continues to publish Twitter communications from legal discovery that suggests the company, Twitter, suspended Berenson in response to pressure from the feds. Folks, he has the emails. He has the emails. Now, here's where the story gets worse. It's not just that the government is deputizing private actors to do what they can't do themselves, which is an unquestionable First Amendment violation. Unquestionable. What disgusts me most about this is, is not, not that portion. It's that people in the media you think would be maybe ideologically not aligned with Berenson, but most certainly in defense of media freedom, these are the same a-holes who were out there pushing Twitter to suspend Berenson from the Just the News piece. Berenson found redacted 2021 emails from CNN's Oliver Darcy, the laughing stock of the media, a guy who pretended to be a conservative, and then at the blaze and elsewhere. And then when he, he was laughed out of the place, he then switched, went over to CNN and said, no, no, now I'm a liberal. They found emails from the Oliver Darcy clown show and Axios's Ashley Gold asking Twitter media relations why it was boosting anti-vax Berenson, which is completely inaccurate. He's not anti-vax. He was asking questions about the COVID vaccine, which turned out to be right. And Darcy and Gold asked why Twitter was allowing him to spread a lot of COVID vaccine misinformation. Darcy's request, oh, look at this, Joe, came days before Alex Berenson's suspension. Gosh, that timing's awfully coincidental again. Yep. This is the most disgusting part of this whole thing. That the Constitution, which doesn't mean anything, it's toilet paper for the left. They hate it. They're disgusted by it. But the Constitution that protects complete ass clowns like Oliver Darcy. I don't know Ashley Gold, but I'm disgusted by her, too. Darcy, I know people send me emails about his time at the blaze all the time. What a humiliating disgrace to humankind this guy was. The fact that people protected by the Constitution, the practice as media entities without pressure by the government, they are specifically mentioned in our Bill of Rights, freedom of the press, specifically. Not freedom of podcasters, freedom of the press is specifically mentioned. That they are doing their best to destroy the freedom of other people in the press who later turned out to be right says everything you need to know about this ass clown, Oliver Darcy and Ashley Gold, who exactly they are. They're not media people. They are regime agitprop propagandists and they're disgusting filth.
should be freaking embarrassed, but they're not. Losers don't get embarrassed. Life losers. Loaded show. I want to just read a brief section from a letter. You all are the best audience in the business. You help someone out a lot. They sent me a really nice letter. Okay, quickly, just back to that FBI story. Final nail in the coffin of any semblance of FBI credibility. You may have thought they had left. They don't. So uh, they gave a briefing to Senators Ron Johnson and Chuck Grassley, which they were very suspicious about, about the Hunter Biden laptop. Why? Well, summed up quickly, Grassley and Johnson were looking at the Republicans were looking into the Hunter Biden laptop. Johnson, I had him on my radio show about this, and Grassley were immediately suspicious about the purpose of the briefing. The briefing, Joe, that the FBI, do you guys get what happened here? Uh, I grew up in New York, Joe. Once in a while, people would come in from the local mob and they'd say, hey, listen, um, be a real shame if you didn't start using our sanitation services. Right. What do you mean sanitation services? Well, we already have a private sanitation. What are you guys paying? 500 a month. Yeah, we're going to make you a better deal. We're going to charge you 1000 a month to use Mr. Joey Bag of Donuts sanitation. I just told you I paid 500 you're telling me you charge me a thousand? Be a real shame if you didn't use this and the place burned down. Okay, no problem. Where do I sign? This happened all the time. All the time. Ask any business owner in New York in the 80s. You better use, and I even know the name of the company. You better use them. That's exactly what happened with this briefing. The FBI demanded that they brief these two Republican senators. Ah, if you don't take the briefing... Uh, about Russian disinformation, then you might propagate a story, i.e. the Hunter Biden story, and we may then accuse you of knowing it was Russian disinformation and not taking the briefing. Be a real shame if your house burned down, wouldn't it? This is your FBI. Read the story. FBI agents behind controversial Hunter Biden briefing are now ordered to talk. Okay, great. I can't wait to see what they have to say. This is your FBI. Disgraceful. Disgraceful. There's also your FBI, by the way. I'm sorry, I know I was, but this is one more. This is just so grotesque. Remember the Ashley Biden diary? Yeah, there were just a couple of prosecutions on that. I'll get to that in a minute. By the way, stolen materials prosecution. Joe, what's the status of the people who stole Trump's tax returns and released them to Rachel Maddow? Do you know? Have you been investigating that? Have you heard anything? Uh, I haven't heard a dang You're, thing there, tied, man. Joe's tied no. down. He's tied down with the Joy Reid investigation about her homophobic uh, yeah, blog. Yeah, been uh, looking. I haven't heard anything either. Yeah, he's been looking forever. Joe's just, he's getting gray doing it. Um, so I haven't heard any updates on that because stolen materials are a big deal, of course, Ashley Biden's diary, but Trump's tax returns, nobody seems to care. Um, the FBI just prosecuted a couple people for this, the stolen diary. Uh, it's weird because apparently, allegedly, according to a couple of people who have leaked this thing, these may be uh, some uh, releases from the diary. A hat tip Cameron Kinsey, who highlighted this, uh, was I molested? This is Joe Biden's daughter, Ashley. Then you go down to the bottom. A young age showers with my dad. Probably not appropriate. Mm. Okay. Weird. As you can see from this Fox story, the FBI went all out to make that go away. But I just, Joe hasn't either. He's on the case and I appreciate his hard work. But Thanks, I haven't heard much at all. Yeah, I appreciate it, buddy. He's doing like three, four jobs right now. You know, podcast, video podcast, cutting stuff. And he's got to go look for Joy Reid and uh, the Trump tax uh, returns. So you can see man, woman plead guilty to stealing Ashley Biden's diary, selling it to Project Veritas. That's a big deal worthy of the FBI national security issue. Okay. 
All right, I had so much more stuff, but uh, unfortunately, I'm running out of time. I want to read this quick. Uh, you all did a great job. But just one final uh, mention, my Fox show tomorrow, I also have Governor Ron DeSantis on, and my monologue is going to ask the question, is money real or not? Because if we believe, just don't miss my model. I'm going to fillet these idiots on the student loan thing. I'm even going to put a little diagram together. He brought a whiteboard for us. It's going to come in very handy uh, tomorrow for my monologue on Unfiltered, 9 p.m. Set your DVR. So uh, a while back, I asked you all for a small favor. There's a friend of mine from the Secret Service whose son has special needs, and they needed this bike, especially designed bike. It can be a little expensive to help him get around. So I asked you all to donate. So I got this lovely letter yesterday. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But um, he says, with your help, he wanted to thank uh, me, you. I mentioned it on the podcast, and I donated, and you all donated. You donated such a large amount of money. Quote, uh, with your help, along with the help from your listeners, we were able to raise over five times the amount needed to win his adaptive bike. The best part was the remaining funds were donated to other families who were unable to obtain the votes or donations required to secure a bike, a bike for their child. This is his adaptive bike for these children with special needs. The feedback was truly touching and it reinforced the generosity and patriotism of your listeners. That's you. That's you. Especially during this financially difficult time in our nation. You all are... Ugh, I'm such a sucker, man. We all choked up. But you're just such an amazing audience. I want to thank you. I'm, I'm really like a sappy dude for a 6'1", 200-pound guy. It used to be 230, no more. Um, you know, when Noel Remagen, the Secret Service agent, died tragically early. Uh, this is Remember that, Joe? It was like five years ago, yep. so three years ago. And I asked you all if you wouldn't mind making a small donation to his family. We raised like 300 thousand dollars. That was in my audience, by the way. It was probably a quarter of the size it is now. You all are just really great people. And I just want you to know, uh, thank you, Judy and uh, uh, Jody and Trisha. Uh, excuse me, Jody and Trisha. Judy's my mom's name. Jody and Trisha, uh, they're the recipients of this and their child, Cody. So uh, thank you all. Best yeah, people. yeah, you yeah. Really wonderful people. You deserve it. And uh, I sincerely appreciate it. Okay, uh, speaking of the audience, it's time for questions for Dan. All right, got to get myself together. I really do love you guys. I may not have met you all and ladies out there, but I sincerely do love you. All right, here's a question one point. Hey, Dan, where do you see the country in 2028 if we lose the 2022 midterms and don't get the White House back in 2024? Um, I don't because we won't have a country. But, but No, I'm not kidding. <clears throat> you will have a kleptocracy and an oligarchy worse than we have now. And I believe it's savable, anything savable but I believe it'll only be savable through a collapse. That's how bad it's going to get. We are looking at a bankruptcy, a collapse in our military, a collapse in our national defense, collapse in public safety. We got to win. We have to win. That's why you have to vote. But there's fraud. I get it. I get it. There was fraud in Florida. We still won. We got to overcome it. I don't have an easy answer for you. You got to vote and bring 10 people with you. Hey, Dan, since Pelosi stated Biden has no right to forgive student loan, could Biden or his administration be sued or taken to court for misusing presidential power. How is it not illegal what he's doing? Yep, it is illegal. That's D. Kernstein. Um, it's absolutely illegal. Yes, he will be taken to court. The problem is you have to find someone um, who, is, who is legally harmed by this. And that's going to take some, a little bit of effort first. That's the only obstacle towards that. 
Uh, hey, Dan, I have to know, what was the tattoo you covered up with the Black Eagle, Patriot 007? That is uh, the Black Eagle. I'm not flexing for you, as you can see. I'm not doing my, hey, look at me. Where do you go for directions over there? Um, that is the Black Eagle. Do you remember the old Metallica poster with the hand crashing through the skull with the scales of justice? Well, it was a hand crashing through the skull, through, through, a, through a skull with a, that's what it was. And it just looked really, really bad. It's a, it just looked bad. It wasn't even a good tattoo. That's why. So thanks for asking. Have I ever discussed that? I don't think so. Uh, hey, Dan, with the left setbacks, PR setbacks, Mar-a-Lago and the Inflation Production Act, it seems they'll become desperate to cling to power. What do you speculate they could attempt in an effort to stay in power? I know it's tough to predict, but as of late, thank you for saying this, you seem to have the Stygian witch's foresight with the Dems' crazy moves. Thanks for what you're doing. We do. It's because they're easy to predict. Um, what do I see coming out? Uh, I see a series of strategic leaks coming out about Mar-a-Lago. I see uh, additional arrests of people in the Trump space for the... Uh, Joe, flag it, please. I should have said this because we'll see if I am stingy. Not, which is right. No, not that's... Okay. It is... Uh, I got to give you a timestamp. Yeah, 9.50, Friday, August 26th, please. All right. Flag it. Got it. Thank you. Um, I see also, this is important. I see the alternate slate of electors in the event fraud was proven, which is not illegal, by the way, for them to do that. I see that becoming a conspiracy charge and more people uh, being investigated for that in an effort to stop those people from getting involved in the next election. I'm pretty good at this. I'll see if I'm right. Hey, Dan, see Kattenkamp. How many elderly are those with underlying conditions were exposed to vaxxed individuals who mistakenly thought they couldn't have COVID and transmit COVID? How many people died from the lies? By the way, I joined the Corps, paid my student loan using the ass method. <laughs> this ass method's catching on. For those of you who like the ass method, what does that mean? That's this method. This, folks, again, is the ass. And the way you pay off your loans is you use the ass method where you remove the ass from the seat like that that's my, I'm going to do this demo again on my Fox show. Maybe the whiteboard's going to make an appearance. Thank you, Gee, for picking that up. I'm going to show you the ass method. How when you remove the ass from the seat and go to work, you can pay off your own loans. What was even the question? I don't remember what the question was about that. Oh, how many? Oh, you're right. The lies about the vaccine. How many millions who unquestionably were exposed to people who could transmit COVID to them who believed they couldn't because they'd been vaccinated because they were lied to. The answer is millions. Great question. Brilliant analysis there. Millions. Tens of millions. Hundreds of millions around the world. K9 Handler 09. Hey, Dan, as a Secret Service agent on PPD, that's the Presidential Protective Division, which did you prefer, Marine One or Air Force One? Um, they're both pretty cool, but just so you get the inside baseball, pretty much everyone on the president's detail in their four and a half or five years there flies on air force one everyone there's no way to avoid you really have to be a tool on the president's detail to not fly on air force one you get a flight certificate maybe i'll show you sometime i have them outside it's cool it says dan bongino is flown as a guest of president bush on air force one it's signed by colonel tillman who was a pilot getting on marine one is really really hard i'll tell you why very few people fly on marine one Obviously, the seats are limited compared to Air Force One. And I don't want to give away who's on there for security reasons. But from 
let's just leave it at this. It's not as many people, obviously, as Air Force One. So for you to get on Marine One, you have to be like a really, really super experienced guy. I'll leave it at that. Now, without tooting my own horn, I was on Marine One quite a bit and uh, have that flight certificate too, which is pretty cool. You've been a guest, Marine One and the pilot. So uh, they're both pretty cool, but Marine One is really hard to get on. Not a lot of agents have done that. Hey, Dan, can a current president waive executive privilege for a former president? I wouldn't think so, as it would weaponize one party over the other. Uh, Code 75. The, uh, uh, morally and ethically, I don't think he can. That's, but morally and ethically means nothing. Legally, it's an open question. It's an open question. Biden apparently thinks he can. Trump is going to dispute that. So I don't really have a solid answer for you there. I can, I can tell you, I think it's ethically wrong. Hey, Dan, I'd like to get away from, this is a great question, by the way. You know, I'm an investor in Rumble, uh, disclosure. I'd like to get away from YouTube, but there doesn't seem to be a better place for how-tos and do-it-yourself videos. Um, and music streaming. Do you think Rumble will grow to this level? Um, you know, I, I, I do. And, and I'm very happy with where Rumble is going. Um, it's not in the inside baseball. It's just, you have to remember, it took YouTube. I mean, Gee, you're a YouTube. You're, you know, you, you, Gee does video. He was a YouTube guy for years before they went crazy. You, you can probably attest to this. It took YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, almost two decades to compile this library of material. Yeah, it was basic. YouTube in the beginning was like dog videos and stuff. Um, it takes time. Having said that, if you just go to Rumble, like it's happening now. Even six months ago, stuff we didn't have on DIY and music, it's there now. A lot of it. So yeah, it's going to build and it's going to take time, but it's just a matter of more people going there. I mean, we had just an incredible day with uh, that Andrew Tate thing. Andrew Tate's over on Rumble now. It just it's exploded. Uh, Wheat Kings. Dan was enthusiastic about the chances of taking back the House and Senate. Now I'm sensing a malaise. Can you give me a reason to feel like conservative candidates can make de decent progress in the midterms? Yeah, I feel that malaise too. Here's, here's just a little bit of kind of chin up, chest out moment. Joe Biden is so uniquely untalented, awful and corrupt folks, that I have no doubt in the next month, despite it just, and also the student loan thing's blowing up in his face now. But he's going to do something else really unbelievably stupid. We'll see what it is. But he's just really uniquely untalented. All right. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please don't miss my show on Filtered tomorrow night. Dr. McCullough on to talk about, are we ever going to be free from this vaccine? I mean, I'm, what, 18 months out. Am I in the clear? I'm going to ask him all these questions. Governor DeSantis on. And my monologue is going to set fire to the idea that there's free money. Don't miss it. Maybe a little whiteboard. Maybe I'll draw for you. Don't miss it. See you tomorrow night, Saturday, 9 o'clock on Fox. Have a good weekend. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.